little adjutant. I was born in Lewisburg, North Carolina, small town about 30 miles north of Raleigh. I lived on the south side of Lewisburg, which means we were over in the poor neighborhood. I come from a single parent home. I have two brothers older than I am and a sister younger than I am. So I grew up with two brothers, which meant I had to learn how to play with them because my baby sister was born with a birth defect. So I stayed with the boys most of the time. And then down the road, there was my cousin, Melvin, Mike, and Jack. And we all used to play out in the backyard basketball together, play in the backyard. That's where I got my skills from because they wouldn't let me just get by. I had to one-on-one -on -one with them. That was uh, my introduction to basketball. And then growing up with all these men around me, it was kind of hard to have a boyfriend. <laughs> but anyway, I went on to play basketball in high school at Lewisburg High School, um, <clears throat> my four years there. And I played two years at North Carolina Central. <clears throat> but growing up in Lewisburg could have been detrimental for me had I not had the opportunity to work in the travel industry. The travel industry got me to the point that I could travel and go places and it didn't cost very much. So, excuse me, I find myself back in Lewisburg now after spending 15 years in Georgia, getting ready to go back to teach school again. I graduated from North Carolina Central in 1977 with my BS degree. And in 2011, I got my master's in education from Australia University. Got my master's and didn't hit a lick of work after that. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. But anyway, I'm going back into the classroom starting the 1st of June. Now, after this shooting, I'm a little leery about going back into the classroom. But growing up, my, my, my upbringing was a little bit different from everybody else's because my, my father's side of the family lived in town on 111 on Edgerton Street, Edgerton Place. And my mama's mother and father lived out here where I am now on a farm uh, out in the country. So I was raised out here and my grandmother told me something when I was very, very young that I will never forget. When they got ready to integrate the schools, she said, first of all, I'm not going to let you go over there with your brother, Mop, because you're not ready. You're going to just get in trouble. So they didn't let me go the first time around. But she told me when I did get to go, I want you to remember this, that there's not a human being walking the face of this earth right now that's better than you. I don't care what kind of car they drive, what kind of house they live in, what their skin look like, or what their hair look like. God made you. He don't make no mistakes. So ain't nobody better than me. But I'm no, I'm no better than anybody else either. But I don't have to. My mother tried to raise us like we were underdogs because we lived on the south side of town. Somehow I missed that memo. I ain't no underdog to nobody. <laughs> and I'm just running off at the mouth, which is what you asked me to do. Is You had any questions about anything I've said so far? Yo. <laughs> Stop laughing. 
<laughs> All right, so look, um, so you was really into basketball, right? Yes, I was very much into basketball, uh, and um, I'm I met um, I married my childhood sweetheart fresh out of college, and we were together 21 years, and to that union, one baby was born, as you know, that would be Nina. And uh, this is the one the doctor said I would never have. So I thought Nina, when she finally got in high school, being so tall that she would love to play basketball. But that wasn't her thing. She liked volleyball. And uh, the coach begged me to put her on the basketball team. If for no other reason, when she walked in the gym, her height would intimidate some of the people. But baby girl just didn't have the feel for basketball, volleyball, like I said, was her thing. And everywhere we, we would go, they said, you're going to play volleyball? You're going to play basketball like your mama? Nina would tell them, no, I, um, my mama can play basketball. I can't. But I can sing and my mama can't. So she always had an answer for them. <laughs> so she <And> said... Then, <laughs> She's saying that yep, you, she you said, can sing. No, I can't sing. And she didn't lie on me, so I can't get mad at her. My mama told me one time, you the only person I know make yourself cry when you sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that you was pretty okay. good because they say you was good. They say you was um, they say you was real good in um sports. And... What's up, fam? Yeah. Um. So well, they say you was real good in sports. So yeah. Yeah, that's how they recognize me, right here. I wish they recognized me for something else, other than the sports. Everybody wanted to know, can you still play? I said, yeah, I can play, but I just can't play as long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, you My always screen. had a um, you always had a, you know, got a good personality. It's easy to talk to you, so. That's good. Well, you always got a smile that's on what your face. My, that's because I ain't let nobody know what I'm going through that can't help me. That's like, you know, going out. I'm not going out here. If I'm down, I don't want nobody to know it unless they can help me, help pick me back up. Got you. <clears throat> got you. Yeah, so for the most part, when I leave my house, my goal is to make to make two or three people smile that look like they might be going through something. I can't give nobody no money like that guy does on a TikTok, but I can make, especially if they look like they're struggling. Well, on TikTok. Yeah. Well, anybody, if I if I meet somebody out in the street when I do leave the house. And it looks like they're having a bad day. I'll try to say something to them to put a smile on their flat face to let them know that it's not all bad. I know that's right. So See, speaking of being able, yeah, being able to just make people smile—that's and encourage people. That's my gift. My spiritual gift is encouraging others. I might not live in no fine fancy at home. But you ever seen a fine fancy home at the graveyard? <laughs> you ever seen a 
Boy, shit, the graveyard. Nope, you can't take nothing with you. <laughs> anyway, can't take nothing with you. So I'm going to enjoy this little bit I got and thank God for it and keep it moving. Shabardis and Nina said, um, hey. Okay, hey, y'all. <laughs> so they, they up here. Yeah, we having fun now. Yeah, so what else? All right, so... <laughs> So Lewisburg, what's the difference of Lewisburg now and when you was growing up? Like, what's the big difference you see? Well, the biggest difference is Lewisburg, when I was growing up, was like one big family. It's kind of like everybody knew everybody on the South Side. And if you did something wrong, they would whoop you right down and then carry you home to your mom and you got to whoop it. But now you don't you don't know these people because when I heard about that shooting up there where they shot at uh, Sharon Purr's house, it went the bullet went through her car, car glass. We ain't never had to deal with nothing like that back in the day. We enjoyed each other's company, and the, it wasn't the kind of thing you had to be at home when the street lights came on because we didn't have no street lights. <laughs> Your mama come to the back door and holler your name, and then you go home. But uh, living in Lewisburg back then, and, and just like everywhere else, back in the 60s and 70s, it just felt safer than it does now. Um, I think with all the political, the political atmosphere right now, with racism running so rapid, everybody's on edge. But the thing that people fail to realize is that there's only one race, and that's the human race. Because if I cut you and you lily white, you're going to bleed. If I cut you and you jet black, you're going to bleed. Guess what? They both going to be red. So ain't nobody bleeding no green blood. Right <laughs> I don't care how much money you got. I really don't. I totally so, agree. Anyway, that's what I have. Yep. Now, Lewisburg, right about now, there um, it's a lot of stuff going on in Lewisburg right now that I would I wish the parents would get more involved in the school system. Now, grow come my my school years here, it was always somebody in that school that was directly related to me. Like Mr. and Mrs. Conway, they were with me throughout my elementary and high school years. So <clears throat> if I did anything wrong in school, they would be the first to know. <laughs> um, for example, Miss Conway, my aunt Cleo used to teach French up there. And she has a son named Atchison. So the kids had been acting up. This was after integration. The kids had been acting up and giving her a fit. So when Atch and I walked in the door, she looked at us and she said, just get out. And we <laughs> just walked in the door. Like, and we don't understand. So Atch went to the principal's office because his father was assistant principal. And I just told you I love basketball. So I went to the gym. I had a whole hour to the gym in the gym by myself. So it was years later we found out that she used Atch and I as a tool to get the message across to the other students. 
So I think I, I just grew up being a, a scapegoat. And that'll do it. Yeah, and that'll say what everybody else thinking. And then they'll tell me, after I say it, they'll say, shut up. But so, I do talk a lot. But that's that's what it's all about. And my so, baby. I love that. Yeah, my baby, when she was a little girl, and we met somebody in the store, you know how you <laughs> greet somebody and you start talking? She'd go behind the person and make the motion like she's zipping up her lips. That mean, <laughs> mommy, you're talking too much. <laughs> well, you know my mom too, little girl. girl I tell yeah. <laughs> and that, that mom of yours, we grew up, they used to stay on Main Street. And we live right there. Well, you know where we stay. <laughs> and my mama would go to work. And because there was the lack of anything to do, there was no tennis courts or basketball courts on the south side of town. Those uh, some morning, your mama would come down to my mama's house and fry us up some eggs and sausage, and we just sit there at the table like we were on the young and the restless <laughs> two old ladies. I guess we couldn't have been much older than eight or nine. But your mama been cooking all her life. Yeah, and that's had. another thing, too. I, I got friend, friend, yep, friends here that I have been friends with since we were like two or three years old. And it's hard to keep those kind of friends. But um, those are the ones I can count on. <clears throat> I don't need to, uh, I don't got to worry about them talking about me behind my back. Like I told your mama today, um, <laughs> I don't want nobody to mess with y'all. If you call me and tell me somebody mess with y'all, I'm going to jail. Y'all just bring me back to the <laughs> Hey, cause in it, hey, nobody ain't gonna mess with us. Ain't nobody gonna mess with us. You know, you know the vibe, no, fam. <laughs> I know you got it. I know you got us. Yeah, I know um, you got our back. We got y'all back too. Yes, that's right. That's right. First of all, I'm gonna pray for you, and then I'm gonna ask God to forgive me for what I'm getting ready to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Lewisburg is growing. Um, now, I had a Nina's friend, Dre. When uh, I first came back here, he came to visit. They came to visit, and he said to me, I just don't know how you can sit out here in this house all the time. I'd, I'd go crazy. I said, son, if I was 33 like you, or however old he is, I said, if I was young like you, this would drive me crazy too. <laughs> but uh, I had my day. I have had my day of traveling. And I'm not through yet. I'm not over the hill. I'm just 66. That's all. You right. And you can you do right. with that what you want to. So look. But what I will day. tell you is. Uh-huh. So back in the day when y'all was, you, you know, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can, can I got you. you. Go ahead. All right. So you know, back in yes, the day, I can hear like, you. What clubs did y'all uh -huh. go to? What clubs did y'all used to go to? Oh my God. Well, <clears throat> the first one we had was called the Country Club. 
and it's out here off of East River Road. It's set back off the road. The path was bumpy at ditches. Had to go through ditches to get there. And don't let it rain. It was a mess out there. But the Lewisburg Country Club was one. And then they opened up the Planet Earth that was out there at Fox Park. I think it's a church now. And, uh, oh, we had this, well, this ain't no club, but I don't know what you call it, Sugar Shack. It was up there on the hill. <clears throat> there were several other clubs that were open, uh, had opened. Nina says, stop moving the camera so much. <laughs> there were other um, <laughs> other clubs that they opened around town, especially the Leverster's. Because right there across from the laundromat on Main Street, mm. you know that road that, that circles back around on Kenmore? On Kenmore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh -huh. go right in front of the laundromat. It used to be, it used to be a club in there. Mm. And uh, then it was one downtown. And um, it used to be a pool hall where that church is. It's, it's right there on the corner of Main Street and Cooper Street, I think. Now, Main Street and whatever that street is right there behind the laundromat. But we had, I had options. Uh, it's nothing, nothing like it is now. Um, the, the clubs that they got everywhere you go, you got to have a certain amount of money. We, and you know, back in the day, that was an issue for us coming from the south side of town. But James Otis Levester and his family opened that Planet Earth up there, out there. And that was the place to be on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah, but look, it was also a club, right? You know, like in Lewisburg off Bun Road, it was a club right there. Like, it was a club. I don't oh know the name of God, it. Oh, my God. Yes, it was. Oh. It was called Club 39. I forgot about that one. Yeah, Club 39. Now, that was the yeah. one that died. Club 39. Uh, shortly yeah. after Nina was born, my girlfriends, Diane, Deborah, and myself decided we were going to go to Club 39 that night because they had strippers down there. So they had this curtain up there with the, with the women stripping on one side and the men dancing on the other side. So we go on the side where the men dancing. Deborah Ann kept picking at this man. She kept picking at that man. He said, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and I don't know why he chose me. He came over there and picked me up in my chair and was just humping at me. I, was like, <laughs> I ain't done nothing to you. <laughs> But that, those my girls. I, Diane said she was in that window just dying laughing. She said I looked like a little rag doll in that chair. <laughs> and then, and then y'all also, also used to have those parties at the armory, like those those different um, horoscope parties. Y'all used to have yeah, those parties yeah. too. Yeah, those parties. Yeah, the Lib uh, Scorpio and Lib Libra and Scorpios used to have one every year. I yeah, know. I remember. And, and yep, they would have a theme. I remember one year it was country western, and my mama went. She had on <laughs> her jeans and her cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, now another thing too is it was real easy to make up things to do. 
Like, I don't know whether it's still there or not, but over there where the new stadium is, where Lewisburg High School's basketball, I mean, football stadium is, mm -hmm. there used to be a little creek, a creek that ran down behind that. And we okay. would pack our little, our little um, snacks and stuff and go down there and lay out by that little creek because there was no other water around us that we could go to because the place that were the place to swim was on Ron Thurnton Road, but it was only for white people. And I don't know if it's still that way today. Yeah, yeah. but you you remember like we always what was that? I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, that's all right. Go ahead, baby. So you remember like on Bun Road? Do I remember, remember like that country? That country road, that country uh you know where the swimming pool, like that country club, like going up Bun, Bun Road. Yeah, uh, Green Hill. Yeah, that was Green a golf Hill. course. Oh, okay, yep. okay. Was we allowed to go there? Yeah, it was a golf course. Well, I know Jack and those and Bobby and those used to go, but I think they were caddies. They carried the uh, clubs. I don't know if they played there. Yeah. I, I really don't know. That was one sport I just never understood. With golf? <laughs> Stand out there in that hot sun, hit that little ball, and then go after it. You go after it. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Cousin Jack used to love, he loved yeah. golf. Yes, yes, yes. My first teaching job was that the elementary school, Lewisburg Elementary, Mr. Green was the principal and he had one position and he didn't know which one of us to give it to, Jack or myself, because we it was a PE position, physical education, and we both had a degree in physical education. So he gave us four hours apiece. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. <laughs> he gave us four hours apiece for the year. Well, after that summer break, I got a job with the airline. And I told him, I okay. said, well, you can give Jack my other four. And girl, it was on after I got on with the airlines. That was before all the crooks got involved. Because I remember sitting at dinner one night at the Red Lobster. And I said, I think I want to go to New York. And I just filled me out a ticket. Went on, packed me a bag, and got on the airplane. <laughs> so look, now, what like you I mean? Like I said, that was before people... What you mean? Like you filled out a ticket? I, like what you mean? Yeah, that was back in the day before computers, so everything was done manually, and I okay. always walked around with three or four tickets in my pocketbook, just in case I wanted to go somewhere. Wow! <laughs> See, so you, you, <laughs> yeah, I um, I got into the travel industry. Really, really early because, and there was not a lot of black people in there. I found my I found myself in several situations where I was the only black there. And they said, "What's your name?" I said, "My name Henry." <laughs> I don't know y'all, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was an experience.
Cause you still there? She in the she, you know, in the wooded area. So what's going on, everybody? Appreciate y'all uh coming and showing us love. We're gonna do this most definitely more often, just hearing, you know, somebody's older perspective and just listening to it. That's that's what it's all about. So, you know. You know, that's my big cousin. Um, yeah. So, we most definitely will be tuned back in again. I hope y'all have an amazing night and peace and blessings. Love and light.